Welcome back to the Ancient World Morning Coffee Show podcast. Hope you're having a great morning and a great day and nice weather. So we have now, this is Monday, the 13th of February, and it's super sunny. This feels like the kind of the second day of early spring. We had one last week, and today is the same feeling that we're kind of out of these months with more like winter weather and kind of overcast and drab weather a lot. <laughs> so now it's just, it's like the, the skies are opening up and it's just, yeah blue skies and sunny and super beautiful and we have our cup of coffee so it's a uh, homemade cafeteria coffee with uh, with starbucks coffee the house blend so that is in place and um we're just feeling joyful with the weather but we're going to talk today about uh, about dante and about the two channels um that are making some great videos one is our friend uh, tom la books so he had uh, yesterday a new episode, La Comedia di San Dante. So he keeps calling Dante for <laughs> Saint Dante, which is kind of fun. Uh, really good walkthrough and reflection meditation on Canto 8 in Inferno, which is when they come to the, the city of these and like the city of the underworld and this uh, main division in the whole Inferno, like the upper and lower Inferno with uh, going from the incontinence, like the the passions that are not moderated properly, and then you move to those uh, more serious mistakes, and also especially if you use your rational faculty for for uh, for bad purposes. So uh, it's just a joy to listen to Tom now, especially because he's been through the whole thing in English, and now he's doing it in Italian, and he knows the comedy better and better so you can just hear there's a kind of a flow that's just getting better and better and there's also another italian um, person here uh, he has a channel called robo books and he is making videos as well these are a lot more detailed so he made two videos on canto 5 in inferno which is about 50 minutes together uh, which are just like a super good introduction if you know nothing from before this these are really good to get a full overview and the production is great and the visuals the pictures are really nice as well it's like a feast for the eyes just to to watch it so um those are the little two promos we're making today and then for ourselves we are so there's just more dante stuff coming here <laughs> we are reading purgatory again we, are, we have come to count to three so this reading which um we we I'm not sure which uh, time this is, uh, maybe like 20 or 30th time we're reading Purgatory now, but it's kind of this uh, repeated joy of just reading it. But the, the last time we read through the whole inf uh, whole comedy now with taking one canto every time, so when we had like this reading for ourselves, we went through one canto at a time. Now we're back to this reading, uh, reading until something profound hits us and then we stop. And sometimes that can be one tercet. <laughs> uh, we just open the book, read one tercet, and it's just so much nutrition that we just stay with it for f for the rest of the day. Uh, sometimes it's kind of half a page uh, or almost a page. So somewhere in between there is uh, more or less between a third and two thirds of a page is then usually something hits us. So uh, we are we come to come to three um, with where they're starting to move. So this is interesting. The first two cantos with Purgatory, just this um, huge celebration of rebirth, renewal, beauty. You see the skies again. 
and we know that now we started on the in a sense the real path of the comedy like the first book is more like uh, warnings about the mistakes is the rhetorical technique of giving the wrong argument before you start on the right argument so it all starts with for better waters now in the second book and from there on it's just all constructive positive improvement and also increasingly the rewards of this process in itself so uh, after the two first uh, chapters of cantos are packed with imagery about rebirth they start to move in canto three so we're just going to pick out a couple of things that we had standing out for us so the first is um, just a reminder of how Dante relates to movement in his poetry he has such a masterful grip and and kind of the way he's using movement so chapter three starts with in sudden flight those souls were scattering rushing across the plain and toward the hill where reason spurs the probing of the soul this is such a massive tercet because uh, one part is th the feeling that they've been standing on the beach, you got the, over 100 souls coming on the boat, and then suddenly they're kind of they're scattering, so you get this kind of psh, movement outwards, and then they're all rushing across an open field towards a mountain, towards a point. So it's kind of this dissolution and then quick movement towards one single aim for the group, which is then the hill. And then this one verse line where reason spurs the probing of the soul this is so important to understand the whole purgatory like what we're doing there especially up until the seventh terrace is a probing of the soul and it's such a beautiful and precise and succinct way of describing the feeling of reading the purgatory because it, it goes down especially each of the terraces they go kind of deep down into one area one topic one virtue and examines and explores it so in detail, so thoroughly, that it really feels like you are probing deep in yourself and your own assumptions and understanding of these, these topics or concepts or, or forces. or It's hard to find the right word for this kind of thing. It's not entities, but it's like these aspects of, of your life and the world. And then you go up from it and then you really have been probing down into your soul and you do it with reason, which is so interesting. So he sums up the whole book here then with just saying the reason spurs the probing of the soul. And then the second terrorist is then, but I drew closer to my faithful friend and where could I have run without his help? Who else but he could take me up the mount? So there's a, uh, in some ways you, you have almost like, he's saying the same uh, he's making the same argument four times in a row here about reason as what will probe the soul. And then he says, I drew closer to my faithful friend, meaning Virgil as reason. So he kind of, he pulls reason closer to his, his inner world, in a sense, or his kind of conscious approach. And then you get, where could I have run without his help? So the kind of third time saying reason is essential here. And then the fourth time, who else but he could take me up? So it's it's not only like essential, but it's uniquely the the element or the faculty that can help him do this. So it's such a it's such a forceful way of of uh, describing the approach we're going to have now to go through 
through the purgatory and also prepare us as readers. And um, yeah, we're just going to say a couple of small things. Uh, because, well, one is that he, he, the way he describes it, that uh, he is, he says here, my mind confined till then to what took place broke free and I was now eager to explore. So this is a way of just also taking our mental frame as a reader and then saying that, okay, so far we have been, we have been confined within a, within a certain frame, but now we're going to break free and we're going to explore beyond that frame. So that's a part of one of the many ways of preparing us for what's coming. And then movement comes back in the next one. So this is verse 14. I raised my eyes to marvel at the mount that grew out of the sea toward heaven's height. So he just, he stretches the mountain, the mountain of virtue, the process, the learning that we're going to go through now. It comes out of the sea and all the way up, it kind of disappears into into way up in the skies and up into the heavens and then you get some more beauty again with the sun is blazing with uh, blazing red with light and then you get back to kind of this is a, a dawn so i think we're gonna leave it there for today this has already been almost 10 minutes with reflections on this um it's just interesting also when he says when they're trying to find a way to how to to start climbing you have this little thing with like Virgil is searching inside his own mind to find a way and then the pilgrim is just trying to look and perceive just like seeing like where like among these rocks here might we start to climb but then what happens is you get a group of souls uh, slowly moving from the left and there's a yet another way of talking about movement which is like they're moving but they're moving so slowly that they seem not to move so you kind of you see a group but you can't see them moving, but he just says, but they are moving. And then you get this kind of feeling that they are actually, uh, there is just a slowness of it. And those are then the, the ones who are in antipurgatory, so, which lasts for a long time. Uh, okay, so uh, we're almost getting too deep into the, the, the comedy now, so we're just gonna leave, leave it there when it comes to reflections on chapter three, Canto three. And we're just going to go back and enjoy the beautiful sunny day. We're going to have a walk very soon out into nature and just look at the mountains and feeling nature being reborn in itself as well. Seeing this little, there's this little spot with the river and then this blinking sunlight in that river with some beautiful trees around it. And it's just marvelously beautiful every time, especially in the nice weather. So with that, uh, Hope you're still having a great morning. Hope some of this was some interesting uh, inputs, food for thought, and hope you maybe have a good coffee as well. And with that, thanks so much for tuning in and listening and see you again in the next episode. Mm-hmm.